Welcome to the Trail Island Podcast. It's another Wednesday. Woo! Ah, I'm also here. Yeah, so that was the wonderful voice of Matthew who's joining us. I hope you came in on that wave that we just heard. That yeah, I look, cool. I was um I was doing a bit of surfing, trying to mm. track down whether or not Kingdom of Heaven would ever be released on physical media, and I haven't <laughs> found anything yet. So I've returned for week two. You can't you surely can you get that on like a DVD, but you're you're hoping for a 4K. Well, Blu-ray? I've already I've already got a, mind you, a very nice Blu-ray. Um, transfer of the movie in the extended cut, which looks lovely. I just would like, I I enjoy quality, and I I am a, become a bit of a fan of the 4K medium. So I'd like to. see I put that. a coin in the machine, didn't I? You well, did because Kingdom of Heaven is not only one of my favourite films, but one of my favourite Ridley Scott films. No, don't turn me down again. No. <laughs> no anyway, sorry. Let's uh, let's return to the topic of the podcast. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> <laughs> This is the trailer podcast. <laughs> we compare films and their trailers. Did the trailer deliver what the? No, wait. Did the film deliver what the trailer promised? Mm-hmm. And but as you know, we're on our on our TV streak. Mm-hmm. We're in uh, on the second of three episodes about specifically about this uh, little franchise that is the Marvel universe. And I'm on the fourth of my kilos because I've been sitting down so much. <laughs> fourth of your what? Kilos. Kilos. Yeah. Right. Okay. That's a, that's a weight gain joke. Ah. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Well, talking about heavy hitting, lots, oh, yeah. of, <laughs> lots of heavy hitting in this uh, in this TV show. Uh, six episodes, I want to say. Six episodes. Uh, quite long episodes. About an hour mm-hmm. each, yes. As uh, as I found and discovered. <laughs> uh, so yeah, when 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 you're late to the party and you've got to catch up on a TV show and there's a lot of TV to catch up on, that can get a little bit uh, wear a bit thin sometimes. Mm, yeah. I remember trying to get my way through Fargo and those those episodes are very dense episodes, hour long, lot to cover, a lot to pay attention to and that mm. felt like went on for a long time. We're not talking about Fargo. Though. No, 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 we're not. And now Steve, you, you 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 as as we know, you are the uh shaman. The uh auteur of Marvel mm. in in this group. I'm sort of in the I you know, I enjoy and I've watched a fair bit. Matthew, you are very much the student as we established I'm last quite week. Quite clueless really as to what's your place? Uh I I I like that you cut Matt off and just saying he was just clueless <laughs> as a general <laughs> I, I, statement. I am I am used to it. It's <laughs> it's fine. I'll just I'll just pipe up when I see a pretty colour or something, you know. <laughs> it's <laughs> all right. <laughs> Joke's on me, I'm colorblind. <laughs> uh, uh, where do I sit? That's a really good question, Steve. Look, I, 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 I enjoy... Are you a casual observer? Are you Switzerland? Um, no, I don't know. Like, I've enjoyed all of these films and I actively mm-hmm. sought to view and attend cinemas mm-hmm. to watch the Marvel franchise as it grew and blossomed and they've got plenty of money from me, I can assure you <laughs> of that. And, uh, and you know... With all of these TV series, I did not watch a single one of them uh, as they were released. Mm-hmm. Okay, neither did I. And I thank you, Matt, for piping up. That so I just thought, hey, I relate. <laughs> um, <laughs> I feel validated. <laughs> uh, so, so I think it's fair to say that I'm not uh, a massive fan. But when I say I'm not a massive fan, I'm probably just a step below that. You know, the general state of saying I'm not a massive fan means you're not a fan at all. But in this case, I'm just slightly less than a massive mm-hmm. fan. You know, I'm a fan of the series. I think it's cool, but not enough to be like I don't have any Marvel posters or TV uh, shirts or mm-hmm. you know backgrounds on my phone or anything like mm-hmm. that that are Marvel. You know, it's, it's, yeah, it's like, well, that okay. makes sense. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You have yeah. a general interest. A general interest. Like when I when we had the concept of doing these episodes and said, yeah, we've got to watch all these shows, I was like, you know what? I'm happy to do that. I have a passing interest. Yeah. Mm. But yeah. as we discovered last week with WandaVision, I was so pleasantly surprised mm. at how much I enjoyed it. 
Um, which is good. I, I like being surprised by a piece of entertainment. This, of the three, of WandaVision, this one, and next week's Loki, this one is the one that wore me out. Me too. Okay. A little okay. bit. Yeah. Me too. Right. This one, I thought, did not do what the other two have done. Okay. Well, in that case, Matthew, would you like to introduce this week's TV show. I will try my best. I haven't been able to say this title correctly yet. It is Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Hey. So, who would like to start? Mr. Barnes, why does Sam aggravate you? 15 seconds to drop. So what's our plan? Great. Superheroes cannot be allowed to exist. I have no intention to leave my work unfinished. The world's upside down right now. Where do we start? Oh yeah? What is it? Is you ready? Here we go again, huh? We've been grinding hard on the job. Can't take that from us. Are you ready? Is you ready? Ready? You ready? Ready? Is you ready? Are you ready? Ready? Is you ready? Hello, girl. Kick your ass. See? That wasn't so hard. Are you ready? Hey. Is you ready? Ready? Okay. You say you ready. What are you doing? Whole squad ready. Ready? Are you having a staring you contest? Ready? Are you ready? Ready? Is you ready? Just blank. Sweet Jesus. I mean, how old are you? Well, first and foremost, they do portray Zemo as the primary villain in this series, and that is absolutely not the case. No, but I... can we can we <clears throat> first just start? What a banger of a! <clears throat> sorry, I'm just <clears throat> sorry. I um felt a bit <laughs> ill. Um, I am okay now. What? <laughs> what a banger of a trailer! Yeah, I I love that soundtrack, mm-hmm. and just uh, that is a beautifully cut trailer. I love I, it. I disagree. Oh, oh. now you're getting nauseous. I. <laughs> No, that was. I just actually. Had a you know, it gave him a lump in the back of his I, throat, like I, he wasn't used to it. I'm not very good at not talking about things that don't matter for extended periods of time, so I just felt <laughs> a bit, a bit overcome a little bit there with the silence. Um, no, I, I don't like that trailer because that trailer to me is just showing off. We're going to have standard Marvel action. Okay. Yeah. Which. Yeah. We spoke about One Division, and we're going to do Loki next week. And Loki, the trailer for that when we get to it next week is a great trailer. And this one, the trailer is like I've seen all of this before. This is all CGI people flying through the sky <laughs> and hitting people, and then doing that, and then witty one-liners. I, <laughs> I out of I sound cynical, I know, and I'm doing that just to try and. I don't know, drown out the void. But I just wasn't as excited for this one as I was. Division and Loki, fair. I was immediately going, I want to see that. Yeah. This one I thought, I will see it because 
we're all in this together. Mm-hmm. And I don't mind seeing it, but I was not excited for it. And yeah. unfortunately, I think the TV show didn't surprise me in any way. I was like, okay, no, this is exactly what I thought it mm. would be. That's that's actually quite a fair and reasonable criticism that was well spoken. I agree with um, it. I do agree with it. I don't know how to segue from that. So when Bond gets to Lady <laughs> no, um, no, 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 no. I, I do appreciate it. I, it's funny. I, I, I'm glad this one is the middle show. Yeah. Yeah. It's sandwiched between WandaVision and Loki, and I think that that was either by design, and if it's not by design, it's just very fortunate. It, it really gives you the Marvel action, doesn't it? It yeah. does. If, yeah. You yeah. Were, yeah. if you had the thirst for the content, as uh, Steve coined last I had the week. the thirst for the property. Thirst for the property. Sorry, I keep thirst for the content is also good. <laughs> no, thirst for the property though is just a bit stranger, and I think that really suits you. Um, <laughs> I, I, I really, uh, I didn't mind that we got this action. Mm. I think it serves its purpose and it suits the audience that have become accustomed to this. That might have might have particularly been perhaps offended by the style of one division and couldn't get into that. In this year, there is no shortage of that. And I think watching it after WandaVision, you sort of go, oh, it's just doing the same thing that I'm used to. It's not, it's not taking the huge chances that perhaps shows like Loki and WandaVision are. However, I guess you could counteract that with is that they do get stuck into a lot mm-hmm. more of the personal human impact yeah. of the people who live in this, in this world. And particularly... Uh, when we discover, you know, there have been other super soldiers in the past mm-hmm. that have been either locked away or disposed of, or and we saw a bit of that in Black Widow. And the reason I, because there was the Russian, yes, yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> but what what I will say just before people start thinking I'm going to sit here and not be impressed with this TV show is I, is the action, even though I think I've seen it before is very well done. I think this is all cinema quality stuff. I agree. I, I think uh, Marvel, you know, they do two kinds of action. They do big hole in the sky, giant beam, sort of that sort of action. Mm-hmm. Then they do this action, which is hand-to-hand combat, you know, explosions, uh, very action movie sort of stuff. Things were sort of set up in, in probably the Winter Soldier, this, this sort of, you know, real maybe down-to-earth action-ish. Yeah. Well, well, they're nailing the characters, aren't they? Like these characters, this is what they do. So I yeah. guess suppose it would be strange if they sat around drinking tea and eating biscuits and discussing issues. I wouldn't watch that though. Because my favourite <laughs> scene in this series, not to try and be funny, is when they go to well, essentially it's couples therapy, yeah. which is in the trailer. Yeah. And I thought, I want more of that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's just, firstly, it's, it's very funny. But also they have the chances for some great acting, great character work, and you get to see these two characters who for the most part, have actually been against each other yeah, in the past, yeah. realise now that they are brought together by the, the loss of their best friend, best friend yeah. in Steve Rogers, who's... So this is set after um, Endgame. So he Steve Rogers has lived his life and, has, and is gone. And, um, and so they're brought together with this... this hole i suppose in their lives and and how and how to fill it how to fill that void and the overarching question who is going to be the next captain america yeah which brings us quite nicely i think to perhaps the big biggest element in this Mm. show which is that the u.s government creates without super serum or anything he's just a normal person Mm -hmm. another captain america john walker who is a horrible person well no that discounts him a little bit it's this. That's a really hard 
thing to kind of nail down because mm. <sighs> this is the reason they did the TV show is yeah. because they wanted these characters to be fleshed out. Yep. And so in episode one, we get a, a really nice introduction, a reintroduction to a lot of these characters, including John Walker, and you get to see that he is also a man who lives by expectation. You know, yep. he's taken up the mantle of, of Captain America and now he's expected to embody that. And and this TV show is really about trying to explore what that really means. Yeah. Um, I think it does, it does that really well. And we, we touched on uh, David Harbour's character in Black Widow. Yes. Uh, and I think in that movie it, it's played off laughs. In this movie it's actually a, a serious conversation about uh, race in the USA. Yes, and I thought that it handled that whole thing actually quite well. Mm-hmm. It, this movie becomes a bit of a, a, I suppose, a metaphor, doesn't it? A commentary, yeah. A, a commentary is a better word for it. Yes, absolutely. Like, you know, the, the the Falcon, what's his name again? The character, actual character? Sam. Sam, thank you. It, I think we we can all agree as an audience that he's the, the right person to take up Captain America's mm-hmm. shield. Mm. And I think it's very deliberate that the, I mean, he does actually turn it down himself, of course, but I think it's very deliberate that they cast in this role of, of a new Captain America, someone who looks almost identical to Steve Rogers in that he's white, yeah. blue eyes, blonde hair. And I think there is commentary on that as to be who's the face of America, mm-hmm. I think, perhaps. There is certainly a, uh, a racial overtone yeah. that they commentate on this quite heavily. And, and the things that in this show the US government do... Yeah. Just you just go that I I can see that that is a script of the future of mm-hmm. how this sort of thing would happen. Yeah, it's so based in in our reality that it angered me. I was like, of course they would do something like yeah. that. Yeah, and it's kind of sad. And not only is it touching on that, it's also touching on a bit of classism as well. Oh yeah, because we're dealing with the fallout from after the snap. Yeah, you know, all these people come back, and there's this huge displacement issue. There's people living in other people's houses, and there's mm. a whole group of people who now don't have any money or any place to live. And so we're looking at these people, these refugees, and opposed to that, we've got all these people who have stuck around during the blip as well, people who didn't get wiped from existence who during these five years in Endgame have just led normal lives. Yeah. And have really in that that time become a global community themselves. Mm. And so when you get all these people come back into existence and and all these countries now saying, no, we have to stick to our borders, there's going to be massive conflict there. And that's what this TV series also tries to explore. It really is a scary thought, isn't it? Like Mm. the actual logistics of all of that is frightening. Uh, But I guess that is a good way to segue then into the plot of this TV Mm. show, you know, halfway through this episode, is that (laughs) uh, so old mate Falcon and Winter Soldier bad boy, uh, they have to get together. They got to have a bit of a bromance because mm-hmm. there's a sneaky bit of a sneaky bit of a terrorist organisation oh, yeah. who's uh, not particularly happy with how the governments are dealing with the unsnapped, the flag smashers. They're the, yeah, sneaky little bit of flag smashers, eh? Uh, and 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 that is that is that is the thing. Few of them have taken their super soldier serum. That's right. There's super soldier serum on the black market Mm, and they've got a hold of it and a bunch of them now are super soldiers and they're like, wait a minute, that can't be doing stuff. Mm -hmm. And they kind of do some bad things and they're like, all right, Falcon, old mate, and uh, Steely Arm, you got to go jump in there and you got to go deal with it. And that's kind of what this is all about. Mm -hmm. 
in a when it and and then there's like family social commentary mm-hmm. and 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 social stuff and and racial racial confrontation and things there's a lot of lot of lot of this probably has a lot more to say about the world in yeah. terms of you know, real world commentary than any of the other the other TV shows would you say I love how in the first episode um Sam Wilson goes in to get a bank loan and the bank rejects him because they can't prove where his income has come from for the yeah. last 10 years because <laughs> he's been working with the Avengers. Yeah, it's like, I'm an Avenger. He's like, he's that's like, well, cool. What have you been paid in? Uh, room and board? Yeah. It's, it, it actually, it does, it does actually do quite a good job at like raising those like real life yeah, questions of like, <laughs> well, hang on. Uh, it's like they get pulled out, well, they get spoken to by the police because yeah. they're just having a bit of a tiff out in the street and the cop's like, Hey guys, what do you think you're doing, mate? Uh, we have a little bit of trouble here, and then, then like one of the other officers, like, dude, they're Avengers. Yeah, like, oh, sorry, guys. Oh, right, and as you were. It's like, man, it's a little bit meta now in that sense, and I, I don't think MCU's done that much before. Ask those sort of questions that the audience. It's incredibly. Have asked. It does. It, it. Would you agree, Matthew? You casual observer, you that it like did. Did it feel grounded? You feel connected it, it, to you know, it? It's funny. I was thinking about listening to to what you guys are saying, and I think it's a really good point. And and I I was I don't think I actually thought about it in that way, and it has done a very good job because I. But yeah, I suppose I always did wonder like. Tony Stark's always been very rich, mm. but I mean, does Steve Rogers have any money when he was working with the Avengers? <laughs> yeah. I don't think he does. Yeah, you know so. I think you're right, like room and board sums it up pretty well and then suddenly if you, I mean, not that they've stopped being Avengers but they just try and live their lives. Mm. That's Are they recognised by the, the the structures we have in our society? You know, just in, like you say, going to the bank is a great scene. It's like they were too busy to be buying houses and yeah. flashy cars with whatever income. They're like, who's paying them? Like, yeah. like who, the, uh, like that wasn't that the whole thing of Civil War is like who's actually responsible for the Avengers? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a major plot point. Um, because they're not all American. Yeah, the first thing that, that Sam does They're with, not all human. No. I mean, after after being gifted... Steve shield by Steve himself. The first thing the Falcon does is he uh, donates it to the Smithsonian. Mm. What does the Smithsonian do? It they they donate donate it back to the the American government, and the American government then pass it on to their own Captain America. Yeah, and then there's the whole argument. In the show is like, well, do you actually own it? Who who owns the shield? You know, who made the shield? Uh, Howard Stark. Howard Stark. Yeah, Tony Stark, Iron Man's father. Mm. So really, it's not the American government's property. Or unless it, well, Howard Stark did work for the military. Well, he helped. He did, the yeah. Military, but yeah. He was a contractor. He would have been a. It was a British national, was he, or was he an American? Uh, he was American. American, yeah. But but the point is, is he started Stark Industries and started making weapons and everything for the military. Ah, oh, so it's more private property than it is anything else. But I reckon British. it probably is private property. Well, they explicitly mm. say in this that it, it it it's the property of the U.S. government. So do they? Yeah. I think mm. I might be wrong. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> now this this was uh, Steve. You got a, you got <laughs> mate. There's a bit. Oh, 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 oh. there's a oh, 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 a bit of egg on your face, young child. Dickens. Oh yes, there is Dickens. Mm. Mm. Much scrambled, like, smeared ahoy. Much like Mother's Day and Father's Day. Have I messed up the dates? <laughs> <laughs> now this was released in March. Of, yes, the last oh, week I said that uh, WandaVision was released in March. 2021 is getting away from me. Uh, clearly. <laughs> and WandaVision was released in January. I'm probably wrong about that. Um, 
But uh, yeah, this was released in, in March. And WandaVision was released in January, yeah. which you falsely, falsely claimed my, my was released in March. Mm. But that's okay, because you know what wasn't released in either of those months? June? No time to die. <laughs> Dear. Now, I want to raise... <laughs> Someone's thirsty for content. I mean, thirsty for <laughs> You're changing now as well. <laughs> I, I am thirsty, thirsty for, the for the property. Yeah. Uh, now, here's a little issue that I had watching this show. Please. Is that because I feel like in the last sort of 10 minutes, we've really just discussed a bit about the show and not really been perhaps critical in a sense mm. because I think... I think overall is that we actually feel that this has done a good commentary on everyday life so, and, yeah. and it's done I guess you're right it has done something different that Marvel hasn't done in the past but it certainly serves the customers of those who want that fast action violence is that I would be like man this episode's coming to a good end here I'd, I'm just gonna grab a quick drink just pause it oh we're halfway through the episode <laughs> I found this too actually I've got another issues. I've got another half hour of this episode to go Oh, man, that was difficult to get through. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was just like, bruh. <laughs> you do say that sometimes. Yeah, just <laughs> randomly. It's like, is he all right? You know? yeah. um, Rather than getting bruh. outraged, you say, bruh. 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 I agree, though, because I, much like WandaVision and Loki, I watched this all in one go. Um, actually, no, that's, sorry, that's not true. I watched three episodes and then the following mm. couple of days later, I watched the other three. Still, though, watching three back to... Because that's like a three-hour movie. And I've, yeah. Done, yeah. I've done that before because I've seen Kingdom of Heaven. Um, <laughs> but watching these back to back, Steve's face is a picture. I uh, thought Kingdom of Heaven is the wrong metaphor there. I would have I said Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yes, which I have watched a few more times you since we last... a literal day with that. I love that movie. Anyway, that's not what we're talking about. Um I agree, it's got severe pacing issues. Mm-hmm. And, and even though I was enjoying it, I felt it would get just... What's the word I'm looking for? It would slow down. It would get... Um, oh, it would drag. It stagnate? Would, uh, yes, yeah. thank you, stagnate. It would, it would stagnate and I would start to sort of like, you know, lose interest and then I'd come back and say, oh, something's happening. This is good again. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, let me, let, me, let me put on my cap Ooh. and just do a little bit of behind the scenes here Whoa. because this Marvel TV series was the most affected by COVID. Oh, was it? Yes. Okay. Uh, and so this was originally slated to come out before WandaVision, uh, which I think was meant to be l- late last year. Well, I mean, we don't trust any dates. No, no, no we exactly can't. Right. No. Uh, but because <laughs> WandaVision is, is primarily on set, so they didn't really have those complications whatsoever. Yep. Um, however, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier – they had to do some like massive rewrites and sort of get around like location issues that were supposed to set worldwide. Yeah, exactly right. And so they were supposed to go overseas to do some more shooting for this, Mm. but because of circumstances, they couldn't do it. And so I, 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 I do agree pacing issues. And I think episodes three and four are probably the slowest or maybe the, the most inconsistent. And I believe that's, because they're the episodes that underwent the most rewrites, okay, the most alterations. Yeah, yeah, that's tragic, isn't it? That that this this COVID has has done that. Yeah, I'm curious. Another one, actually, just on that topic, is um, Jurassic World. I believe I'm right in saying the new one that's coming out was the first major Hollywood film to start reshooting after the first wave of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. I'm very curious to see what that movie is going to look like. I'm sure it looks. I mean, it's you know, multi million dollar film, but. 
I'm curious to see what that will look like. If, are there going to be more scenes of maybe one mm. or two people talking, you know, that kind of thing? Because they were a smaller more set. Indoors. Yeah. More indoors. More yeah. indoors stuff, yeah. you know. And Because yeah. I, I feel like this, I can now that you've said that, yeah. thinking about this show, there's a lot of just two people talking indoors mm. or in... Which was okay. Yeah. yeah. I didn't yeah. mind it. You know, when they go... Yeah, they go to a few, they go to the museum. You know, do a couple of things here and there. Like what what I found was that it wasn't so much that it was a mid season slump; it was sort of a mid episode slump. Okay, like kind of consistently for a couple yep. of episodes there. But I will say that I I was so glad that it did. Episodes five and six really picked up yeah. for me, and like there was there's one particular bit in one of the episodes got a tear out of me too, mm. and I was like, I was not expecting this to what, happen. When when was uh, there is a scene where they visit a museum and there is a statue. Oh, yeah. It's fantastic. There's a statue to a soldier. I yeah. legitimately don't remember that. Mm. Oh, no. <laughs> we'll, tell you, we'll tell you after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't ruin it. Because it it's, uh, th- that last episode is, is a, a spoiler-filled episode. And it's a, yeah, quite okay. a good one as well. And 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 does this does this push on the universe? Do, like at the end of One Division, we have certain conclusions about what's going to happen later. Less so, you th- think less so, but certainly um, Falcon's character is more evolved. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Even Zemo's character is a lot more evolved. I mean, well, I mentioned because Zemo- explain episode. explain Zemo's role in the movies. Zemo just was in Civil War. Yes, uh, he puts together that. Um, Sort of wildly imaginative plot to um, break up the Avengers. Yes, um, he's a he's a German. He's the, a no, he's a, a Sokovian. A Sokovian who's looking for revenge after after the events of Age of Ultron. Uh huh. Um, and he ultimately gets his revenge because in Civil War the the Avengers break up. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gets put in prison, um, yep. and that's where we find him in this movie. Yep. Uh, he gets broken out of prison in this in this TV show and his first appearance on screen in this TV show. So I don't think that's much of a spoiler. And you can see him in the trailer walking around as well. Yeah. Um, but like I said at the, at the start of this episode, trailer portrays him to be the big bad villain, and it's definitely not the case. No, I guess we haven't really even talked about that significant plot point. Is that it's uh, Carly and her goons are uh, are cruising around mm. uh, doing bad stuff. Oh no, we did talk about it a little bit. Man, this episode feels Fair. like it's gone too yeah. long. But, uh, I mean, Zemo in the... In Wait, it's terrible to be criticising our episodes, say, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, Zemo in this TV series... My God, though, Steve never stops talking. Oh, it's like it's like Mortal Engines all like, again. like waiting for Bond to come out. Um, yeah, it's, you're telling me. Zemo is more of a, a foil for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. This one. He mm-hmm. sort of bounces ideas off them throughout the whole thing. Well, it becomes sort of a buddy cop trio for a while, yeah, doesn't it? Does, it? Yeah. I enjoyed that. Yeah. I enjoyed that dynamic. Yeah, like, because they're like... You cannot trust this guy. Yeah. Like, like, it's not that, look, okay, we know you've done horrible things in the past, but we need you. So, all right, we're going to trust you to join a little troop of Merry Avengers here and you can be, you can sort of hang out for a bit. But then this is like, no, this guy has done bad things. <laughs> yeah. We need him. We are using him <laughs> and we're very direct. We are using him for his information and then he's back to jail, off to jail. <laughs> for you straight to jail straight to jail straight that's, to jail that's what it is <laughs> nice little reappearance by uh, the Wakandans in this as well yeah they're cruising about I was yeah. a little con- I mean obviously you pick it up through context I still haven't seen Black Panther so mm. I was a little con- I know that Bucky went to stay with them for a little camping trip at one point but um, I was a little confused really can as I just say again was. what Black Widow suffered from is that if you do not want to stand out Get your dress code appropriate because mm. the Wakandans in this, yeah, one stand out, uh, two, 
They look like they'd be cold in yeah. what they're wearing. Mm. Come on, guys. You're from an African nation. You come to a chilled European place, yeah. you've got to dress appropriately. They are very two different temperatures. Oh, yeah. You know, these are the things I worry about. <laughs> I'm concerned for these people's safety. What if they get a cold? How bad was Black Widow? They're, they're, <laughs> they're badass female fighters. Guys, you've got to look after yourselves. You're busy. You're putting yourselves in danger. You've got to think about you first sometimes, okay? Probably, Throw on a jacket. Well, I mean, the, the, the cover all for all Marvel properties is Vibranium. Vibranium's just... That's that's keeping them warm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Fair enough. How does how how does the shield kind of come back and be able to be caught? Like, does it know skill? Now, this has always annoyed me since the very first Captain America. Like, is movie. it intelligent? Well, you know how you get to Carnegie Hall, don't you? Practice. I don't. I don't, don't quote him at me. Don't you invoke his name? Um, no, damn it, what movie? That's from the first one or the second one? That's not even from a first or a second one. What's that from? That's from Inglorious Bastards. You know how you get to Carnegie Hall, don't you? Practice. I don't remember that. I, have oh, to, okay. I haven't yeah, seen Inglorious like, Bastards for a few years. <laughs> like, like, kids, like, okay, yes, we get it. We get a, we get a training montage in this. <laughs> yeah. But like, how, how does it bounce off trees? Uh, like, so how does it know straight what? Straight back to his arm. How, how do we how, practice? No, no, but you can practice hitting something hard. But like, if I throw a brick at a wall, it's not coming back <laughs> at me, no matter how much I try. Look, I, I will get, I will get to the shield, but I'm just trying to work out how witch powers work first. Well, witch powers, it makes sense because it's unexpl- it's inexplicable. Like yeah. they're witching. <laughs> We're talking about a disc. All right, I will like get, shoot the guy's legs. I will. He's get holding to the a shield. disc. But I need to figure out how the Infinity Gauntlet works first. But the, but I, I but agree, that runs I agree on magic. Alex's point here is magic. As an audience, we go cool. Suspension of disbelief because we go magic is not real. However, to try and suggest that a shield that is just made of a very special metal can bounce back at someone like a boomerang one hundred percent of the time is not magic. It is lazy filmmaking. I, Newton I, Newton is rolling in his grave I will right get to now. The shield. <laughs> I will get to the shield as soon as I figure out how Bruce Wayne isn't a dead man with all the, the jumping and the rolling around he does. He, well, he's pretty close. He puts $100 notes in the bottom of his boots. <laughs> of course. And that softens, softens the landing. And that's the difference is Bruce Wayne is rich. Steve Rogers is not. And so I cannot believe he's that. Rich he's, rich. he's rich in his heart. He is, yes. Ugh. That's right. Uh, Whatever. He's America's ass. <laughs> he is America's ass. <laughs> I don't know why did that so sassy. That yeah, was well, you know, that brought out the sassy. It happens now. So. Oh, yeah, that is. America's I might do that ass. more often. Matthew, no, no, Steve. Oh no. How do you feel about sharing a name with uh, Steve Rogers? Incredibly plowed. Yeah, yeah. Did you say plowed? Plowed or incredibly? Proud? I think he meant to say oh, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> slip right there. Have you seen Chris Evans? Hot damn! <laughs> oh god. <laughs> You know, Marvel make family-friendly material. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Though this is a pretty violent show, I should say. It is, yeah. uh, but they do the classic. Uh, you don't see blood. You don't see blood. You do see blood. Oh, do you? oh, you do you see do blood. see blood. I thought, wow, no, this is nice. Spoilers, this is dark. See, yeah. Is this from the DC universe? What did you like as a as a casual? What did you think of that moment? I thought. Look, excuse my my use without of, getting into spoilers. No, no, I won't spoil it. And forgive my kind of uh, working collar phrase here. I thought, wow, Marvel have grown some balls. Yeah, I thought this is a. 
big move. Like yeah. it's a, it's it's risky because mm-hmm. they they could have broken the show by doing the thing that they do. But I, I thought I sat up and thought, oh, okay, here we go. Like here are going to be consequences for this. I thought it was a good moment. Okay, it's dark. I'm like I'm not condoning it. I'm just mm-hmm. saying it was the moment where the show really th- said like there's stuff at stake here. Yeah, and anyway, I can't say anymore. For yeah, me, okay. it was a moment that sort of. Um, after uh, when I saw that, I was like, "Okay, I'm glad this is a TV show because right. this is sort of a, a built-up moment I've been waiting for for about three episodes, and we're here now, and it, and it is a, a sort of almost a, an emotional payoff for a, for a, for a character in a, in a way. Yeah, in uh, a way, so it's yeah. like a like it's it's a crescendo. Yeah, I definitely kind of thought like I, I called it, I knew it, you know that yeah. kind of thing. Like I again, I don't want to say anything else, but yeah, it was, mm. that, that moment was good, mm-hmm. and mm. I enjoyed the momentum it created yeah. for the show. Well. In that case, mm. are there any sort of wrapping words you'd like to before you got you before we get to your uh, and our uh, out of five something or others? Yeah, how bad was Black Widow? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I think this this show from for me, I really found that this really serves the audience of those who are looking for that Marvel. Mm action but it also gets into the heart and the reality of everyday people in this world and also the realities of these super people and what they have to do now without much to do except you know when they have to get sent on these special missions technically they could probably just sit back and do nothing I think, I think that's what I'm enjoying most so far mm. is is seeing getting a lot more layers to, to four characters that we've seen a lot of over the last five years. We've seen a lot of Wanda Maximoff, a lot of uh, Vision, a lot of the Falcon, and we've seen a lot of the Winter Soldier, and it's just nice to see a little bit more characters, characterization yeah. to mm. these guys. Sure. Um, I, think, I think it pays off immensely for uh, Sam Wilson. I would have liked to have seen a a more cohesive story when it came to the Winter Soldier. I think they gloss over him a little too much. Mm-hmm. He was definitely my favourite character. I didn't get the resolutions that they set up okay. to, I believe, that I wanted to receive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, go on. No, that's... that's that's oh, Okay. Well, what out of five watts... Oh, it's uh, got to be shields, hasn't it? Yeah, bloody yeah. shields. Yeah, bloody shields. No, is that a spoiler? We have to cut that. No, 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 that's not a spoiler. Isn't it? Nah, it's fine. All right, okay. That's fine. Bloody Shields? Yeah, Bloody Shields, why not? I, I might go first again if that's <laughs> right. I know I went first last time. Ah. Um, look, I, this is actually not going to be a very high score mm. from me because oh, whilst this show is made quite well, I, again, like watching this after WandaVision, which is just so risky and so creative... And reignited my interest in in and my thirst for the property again. Um, this one to me was like, no, we're back to just treading very familiar ground, just in the terms of how it looks and how it feels. Yes, the character arcs are good, but I needed more than that. I mm-hmm. thought the plot, I, the plot lost me at times, even though it's not that complicated. It did lose me at times. Like, wait, why are we here? Like, why are these characters here at this moment? So, it would be a two from me, which I know is low. <laughs> However, wow. I am going to award it an extra half a point because of the one of the best lines I think I've seen in a Marvel thing, which is when um, 
Bucky Barnes mm. references Wilson, uh, Sam Wilson as who are you, Gandalf? Mm-hmm. And Wilson goes, how do you know Lord oh, of the Rings? Yeah. To which Bucky responds, because I read The Hobbit when it was released in 1937 <laughs> or 6 or whenever it was. That gives it an extra point, so two and a half. <laughs> Alex, I reckon you. That seems kind of cruel. I think I didn't think it was that bad. I mean, two and a half, what's that, 50%? Yeah. Well, actually, it does depend. What did I give Black Widow? I can't remember. Because how bad was Black Widow? I'm going to go three and a half mm. because it didn't, I, it didn't give me the meat on the bones I was hoping mm. for, but I got a good steak. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I might not have got the whole meal, but I got a good steak. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Subpar, like T-bone sort of. No, 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 like a good T-bone, but they yeah. forgot to bring out the vegetables. Okay. And a couple of potato gems, maybe. The, the gravy is a little too watery. Yeah. You know when like so you get a schnitzel and they put the schnitzel on top of the chips? Oh. Yeah, okay. And oh. like, no, 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 mate, 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 mate. I don't want to have to go digging mm-hmm. for my chips. I just want to have my schnitzel mm-hmm. and have the chips on the side. I don't want to cut through the schnitzel and go, oh, there's chips under here. Mm-hmm. No, just give me the, just separate the two. Okay, yeah. in this, you know, it does a great job of everything, but that mid-episode slump mm-hmm. on a couple, and I'm like, man, I've got to get through another half hour, bruh. <laughs> yeah, so three and a half. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go four. I'm mm-hmm. gonna, uh, we'll get into it next week, but we, we've talked a lot about pacing and slumps and all that, and I mm. think um, of the three series we've done, this is probably to be flat at the most. Episodes three and four in this um, can dawdle, dawdle yeah. a lot. It almost feels like they were like, oh, we must make it to an yeah. hour, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it would have been better if it was uh, maybe split up into half-hour episodes, make it a, make it an even eight or something like that. Um, I, I wish they did concentrate a lot more on, on, on Bucky, mm. um, but I think the, the emotional notes they went for in this – they hit really well. And they even hit well for the villain as well. Um, I loved seeing Baron Von Zemo again. Uh, I loved uh, I loved a lot of the social commentary. They did. I thought they hit the nail on the head. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's going to be four. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's a sneaky little bit about 11, Ooh. if my maths is correct, which every week so far, I think we've worked out that I'm correct when I get my <laughs> yeah, maths right. right. Unlike that's Steve good. and his dates. Yeah, I know. Sorry. My bad. Ugh. Anyway. Uh, pretty sure there's some pregnant girl waiting to give me the baby. But well, I, I mean, I, wh- I, don't, I, I don't know how long ago nine months was. So, Again, that's dark. Are you from the DC universe? <laughs> <laughs> Who let dark Steve out? This is terrible. <laughs> Are you from the dark timeline? You just sometimes you just say things that just have no context whatsoever, and if it confuses Matthew and myself, it our gives, audience has no hope. Yeah, but that that humors me. And we're in the room with you. Yeah, and that's, like, that's we can read most, your facial cues. And that's you, the most hurt, joyous joyous thing about it. You've hurt my brain. I think I'm going to sneeze. You sneeze. And we're playing music quickly. Come on, Matthew. Oh, that's right. It's gone. It's all right. Yeah, we're fine. We're okay. <laughs> We've been the Trailer Island Podcast plus Dark Steve. And <laughs> you can find us from wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from and give us a five-star review. It helps us find a new audience too. You can reach out, send us an email, contact at trailerisland.com.au or visit the Facebook page. Uh, there's the Instagram, the Twitter, Twitter, t- Twitter, Twitter. Jesus. <laughs> 
This is a terrible episode. We're on we're on oh, the verge of marking this episode explicit. Uh, I've been Alex and I was joined by... Matthew. Baron Von Stevo. <laughs> oh my gosh. Good night, everybody. I need to go to bed. Love you. I'm very worried about you, Steve. This is a Narrative Network podcast.